Twenty-eight. Episode twenty-eight. Episode twenty-eight. That's wow. crazy. Um, you might notice we're shifted a little a bit. Little bit. <laughs> we're not in our normal spot because we use this extension cord to bring our ring lights around, but that extension cord is now in use, and I can't, you know, use it where I normally use it. So um, we kind of had to make it reach. Um, it's okay. <laughs> to the plug-in, it's but fine. It's you know, work. it's different. Um. Hopefully, it's just for this episode. If you're listening on Spotify, if you're listening on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, hello. If you're watching on YouTube, um, like, subscribe, comment. Thank yes. you for being here. Um, we appreciate every single one of you. As always. So, let's jump into our one good thing. That's always our first thing we do. So, I'll go first. My one good thing actually probably was yesterday. I, I worked really long hours yesterday, and I was really tired, and... um. When I got off work, Dee's mom had made a low country bowl, and she made crab legs and shrimp and mm. potatoes and corn mm. on the cob. Mm. Oh, and I ate. Oof, my stomach hurt all night. I ate so much food. It was so good. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's the one good thing. The food was delicious. That's a good thing. Though. Yeah, it. You know how much I love my crab legs. If you are a returning watcher, you guys know. How much um, I love it. The only good thing is that I have this trip coming up. Oh, yes. That is the only thing that's getting me through the work week right Same. now. Same. Because the, it's been stressful. This yeah. week has been very stressful yeah. at work. Um, but, yeah. The start of the day was kind of like, eh, for me today. But it's looking yeah. up better now. I'm kind of in a good mood. I think the only reason I'm in a good mood is because House of the Dragon comes on tonight. <laughs> and I get to see Damon. And that's about... What's getting me through right now? But at least it's something, okay? I'm yeah. here. I mean, even the little things, guys. Even the little things. Um, House of the Dragon is saving my life. <laughs> Thank you, HBO. <laughs> Thank you, Matt Smith. <laughs> God, I've already had two shots, so you're oh, yeah. crazy me today. So, um, we do have a bottle of wine in the fridge, but... We do? Yeah, we do. I didn't even know that. Well, it's not the wine we usually drink, so I didn't want to pull it out today, um, we have this liquor left over from my birthday trip and the bridal shower, so we just said we was taking shots today. And I've already had two. Yeah, I had one already. When we went live, we, we took one on live. Don't forget that we go live on our personal TikToks every Sunday before and after we film. I will have those in the description. You guys should give us a follow. Follow our podcast TikTok as well, and our Instagram and everything is in the description. So you can... Go live with us and talk to us in the flesh. In the person. In the flesh in the person. Not really in person, but, you know, through the via internet. I like the comments on YouTube, so if you have anything to say, we always reply back. We try to. Kelly, so. leave us a comment again. Kelly. Kelly, be comment. Kelly and Robbie be commenting. They do. They're the only ones that They comment. really do. Shout out to the family. <laughs> Robbie, come to the wedding. I told him that he should come to the wedding. He sh You should. I told him to come to the wedding. Because Mark is not coming. Mark so. is not coming. He has to work. Come with Kelly, okay? <laughs> you heard it from me, the bride. <laughs> All right, so let's get this first shot out of the way, and um, then we're Third gonna... shot for me. I've well, had three shots tonight. Well, yeah, it's not really the first one, but... <laughs> first one, first one on camera. Um, 
happy Sunday. Praise God. Cheers. Cheers. That's nice. Nice. Man of the week. Man of the week. That's what we do. Mom's <laughs> going to be very controversial. I already know what it's going to be. Based on what you've been watching this week, I already know what this is going to be. We're going to go into this later on in the episode. <laughs> and I'm a terrible person. You're not. You're fine. Man of the week is Evan Peters. I love Evan Peters. Okay. Okay, I have always liked Evan Peters. I loved him in American Horror Story. I haven't watched the last few seasons, though, because the friends that I watched it with, I don't, like, hang out with them all the time anymore, and that was the people I watched it with. So, and I'd be scared to watch it by myself. I do. I've watched a couple, like, um, there was this girl in college, um, might not say her name, but, um, you know that girl that I was friends with? She had, like, the long black hair. Yes, yes. Yeah, she, um, we would watch it together. She made me yeah, watch it Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I know Evan Peters basically through X-Men. Yeah, and X-Men. So. Yeah. And he came back and won the vision, and I got to see him again, but. Um, I'm a terrible person <laughs> because he's in the new Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix, and they made Jeffrey Dahmer too hot. That is Netflix's fault, not mine. So, um, yeah. Also, they recently just did Jeffrey Dahmer with Ross Lynch a few years ago. Again. Again, and they're doing it again. And, like, is, his, is Jeffrey Dahmer's family okay with all these I don't think they're okay at all. Like, I don't, like, think, I don't think they're okay at all, really. Like, I don't think they're okay with all this coming out. Well, There's literally a new Jeffrey Dahmer series. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer's yeah. dead, so, I mean, it's not like he can sign a release, like, saying, hey, y'all can do this, you yeah. know? I don't know how that really works. I haven't started watching it yet. Like, that's really, that's your cup of tea right there. Yeah. That's your show right there. Yeah. I like my fantasy shows, okay? Yeah. Hannah likes her thriller. True crime. True crime crap. Mm-hmm. That's your cup of tea. I watch it, and then I'm scared to death when I go to sleep. (laughs) I don't know why I do this to myself, but I love it. Anyway, Man of the Week, Evan Peters. We're going to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer in a little bit. Okay. Um, I've been thinking a lot about my Man of the Week. Like, I've had, like, three people, like, in the (laughs) running. In the running. In the running for Man of the Week. Um, but, let's see. I'm going to go with Jamie Kemper Bauer. Because I haven't said him yet. Yeah. And he's very attractive. <laughs> and I'm saying that because um, Morgan Schmidt's City of Bones was just put on Netflix. And oh. I'm, I'm guessing that's because of everyone thirsting up for him in Stranger Things. They're like, let's put this movie on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's an ad- adaptation of my favorite book series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I watched it again. <laughs> I have it. I have it on my bookshelf, but it was on Netflix. And I was like, <laughs> um, that man is very attractive. Let me tell that you, though. voice is so attractive. In Twilight, they made him so scary. He was, he was, like this he was so scary in Twilight. Love you Twilight. Please watch City Bones with me. I want you to watch it so you can thirst over this man with me. It's on Netflix now. Oh, okay. So we can watch it. All right. And it's my favorite book series, so you should do it. Me and Dee are still watching The Vampire Diaries. We're... Almost halfway through season six. And, and I heard he hates Kai. He like, hates Kai. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. But, but um, we're about, we're almost halfway, if not halfway through season six. Um, we're right where Joe and Alaric is dating mm. and Kai's back in the real world and Joe's still in prison. Bonnie's world, still right? in the prison Damon, world. Did Damon get out? Damon's out. Okay. And they're talking about Joe and Kai possibly doing the merge and, you know, Liv and Luke. 
mm-hmm. also being the twins. So I told Dee, I said, you wait till the freaking end of season six. Like, you are not prepared. <laughs> because so like, much happens. Is he loving the show? Like, does he like it? Yes, he loves it and he likes Joe. Um, what did he feel about when Damon came back? Because I think that's one of the best scenes ever in the Vampire Diaries when Stefan throws that bottle of bourbon and Damon and catches it. And it. He's like, I'm back, brother. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's like, are you real? Like, Damon was not Damon. <laughs> Damon wasn't there. <laughs> I wish he was. <laughs> Dee was like, yeah, yeah, he's back. And I was like, dang, you used to be Team Stefan. He, he said, did, he? he said, I'm not Team Stefan or Team Damon. I'm not on a team. I said, but you have to be on a team. <laughs> He's I, Team I Damon. Said, he just don't want to admit I it. I said, are you Team Damon? And he didn't, yeah, so he didn't want to admit it. Like, he is, though, isn't he? He used, he used to say, I'm Team Stefan. And now he won't say he's Team Stefan anymore. Now you're not on a team. You're Team Damon, okay? <laughs> you just don't want to admit it. Stephanie, I'm Team Daddy Rick. Stephanie's be pissing me off in season six. Oh my god, so god. bad. I hate Stephanie in season six. <laughs> Enzo. Okay, you know what? This is kind of, we're getting off topic, but don't we always on here? Yeah, period. Um, I feel like they put Enzo in, and I think they was originally going to pair Enzo and Caroline together, because they had so many scenes together. Yeah, I'm glad like, they didn't, I'm glad though. they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. Like, I loved who he Mm-hmm. But I feel like though. they was leaning toward that direction. They got me this little hoodie from H&M that says love on it. Very t- in very tiny letters. And it's very soft. I like the neutral colors. Kim yeah. Kardashian be doing the neutral colors yeah. a lot. And I like it. I lo- it's so soft. It's like one of my favorite hoodies. All right, shot. Cheers. Fourth shot. All right. So now we're going to get into our next little segment here. Um, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer and Evan Peters. And Evan Peters as and Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs> so, first of all, Evan Peters is hot. I don't care what y'all say. Yes. So, um, my little cousin this morning was like, ew, no, he's not. What? I was like, come on. Okay, so. Oh, I love him. I've only seen him really um, in, like, X-Men X-Men, stuff, yeah. But. I really started to like him in American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't uh, watched the last I've few seen, seasons. like, the first two seasons. Yeah. But that show kind of creeps me out. and It's creepy. It's, it is creepy. Like, like, I can't go to sleep after I watch yeah, it. Yeah, I can't watch it by myself. I, I might try to catch up on it a little bit. But unpopular opinion, just a little quick thing about American Horror Story for all of the people out there who like American Horror Story. Um, Freak Show was like the season that everybody hated. They were like, oh, like, this season sucks. But that was That's literally. the circus one. Yes. Yeah. That was literally my favorite one. Literally I like my favorite the, one. the witches one. The coven. The coven, yeah. Yeah, that one's good. And asylum's good too. But I haven't watched the last like two or three seasons. But I don't watch it by myself, so I have to um, <laughs> make D watch it with me. <laughs> but I want to get back into it now that Evan Peters is coming back to light, and I'm like, mm, American Horror Story was so good. But anyway, back on topic. So true crime is like my thing. Like Brandy said, I love true crime, uh, serial killer documentaries. Um, I literally, me and my mom, when, you know, I lived with her, we watched like Forensic Files, First 48, like all of those crime shows. It's my mom's fault. Okay. She got me into it. But, um, I love that stuff. I, my dream job when I was younger was to be a forensic scientist. I wanted to do forensics because I'd watched so much true crime growing up. Um, and I was with you when you were really taking those classes in college. You were mm-hmm. like, yeah, that ain't for me. Yeah, bro, that's hard. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to do this, but I'll just stick to watching the TV shows. 
rough. Anyway. We went to a hard school. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. But. Anyways, off topic. We did an episode for that. Y'all can go watch it. Our college experience. I forgot which one it was, but y'all can go watch that if y'all want to know about that. But anyway, Jeffrey Dahmer. I have not finished the Netflix series yet. I'm on, I'm like a little bit into episode six. I'm right to where he uh, was talking to the deaf guy. That's about where I stopped watching it. But I've watched enough to get the feel of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a really good method actor. Oh, he yes. He really gets into it. Oh, yes. Roles. I've watched a lot of interviews on YouTube of him talking about playing the role. He said it was extremely difficult. And he's used to playing those creepy roles, like mm-hmm. in American Horror Story. You know, he's used to that. <laughs> well, what the fuck? And, um, <laughs> but he's used to that. And he said even with, like, his background playing those creepy characters, like, Jeffrey Dahmer was just a whole different level. I think it's kind of like when you're playing, like, a real person, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of more intimidating. I it is. Like, especially with his it family is. out there that who probably going to watch it, you right. know? And I know... The series might be triggering for a lot of people, and I, I understand that. I've seen all over my TikTok is people like, I can't believe that they're watching this. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Jeffrey Dahmer story is very unique. And Not in a good way. It's been a lot of times. You been, know how yeah. many times this story has been told? Yes, like, and he's been dead for a while. Um, he got killed in prison, for those of y'all who don't know. I mean... We kind of figured that would happen. I mean, he was a freaking cannibal. But I have to say, it's so good, y'all. Like, I feel like they are showing the most accurate portrayal of what actually happened. Now, a lot of people say, like, you know, I don't want to watch it because it may be gory. It's not really gory. From Now, I haven't finished it. So, from now till episode six, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any really gory parts. I don't like gory stuff myself, but I haven't seen anything. I'm okay with it, but sometimes, I just watched um, House of the Dragon. They cut this guy's tongue off. Oh, yeah. And they showed it all. And yeah. I was like, oh, oh, let me turn away <laughs> Stuff like that. I'm like, oh, like tongue the only, me out. The only really gory. I, Did it show him eating people? Not yet. Not I yet. haven't got, I don't know if it will. I haven't seen it yet. But the only thing that kind of made my stomach turn a little bit so far is just one part where he, when he killed the first victim, he didn't know what to do with the body. Like, I don't even really think he meant to kill him, but that's how it got started, you know. Mm -hmm. But he kind of killed him by accident. And then he became obsessed with killing. And, like, you know, obviously he was gay, and he was very obsessed with the the male body. Mm Mm-hmm. And he didn't really know what to do with the body because, I mean, he hadn't killed anybody before. And he kind of was, like, trying to figure out what to do with it. Well, he had gotten the car with it in trash bags. Police, at that time, y'all suck. Shame on y'all, literally. Because there were so many times that he should have gotten caught and didn't. Like, he literally had a dead body. Chopped up in his back seat, got pulled over for drinking and driving, and they told him to go home. Mm-hmm. Literally didn't search his car. Like, they smelled alcohol on him, didn't make him get out of the car, nothing. They just said, go straight home. Off topic, but that just reminded me of that scene in You when the cop stopped Joe. Yeah. And I was like, he's got stuff in the freaking yes. truck. <laughs> it was, Brandy, it was literally the same 
thing. He literally had a chopped up dead body in his back seat. And they didn't search his car, nothing like that. Um, and he was underage, drinking. They didn't arrest him, didn't make him even get out of the car, um, told him to go home. So the only really, like, in part, kind of gory, if you, they didn't really show anything, but he was putting the body parts into the toilet. Mm-hmm. And you could just kind of hear it, but it, you couldn't really see anything. But that's the only part that I've seen so far that I was kind of like, That's Ugh. not that bad. No, it wasn't. T- I mean, they didn't really show anything. I mean, blood, but, I mean, that's any freaking show you watch. Yeah. Vampire Diaries. I mean, come on now. <laughs> but anyway, so, I, I think the real story of Jeffrey Dahmer is very tragic and very gut-wrenching, and I honestly think that this man had to, I know he did, had a evil spirit about him he wasn't right i mean anybody who eats people like you're not you're not right up here like that's period god i Um, can't think about that (laughs) literally like that's that's literally disgusting um but his childhood a lot of people don't know was and this shows it on the netflix documentary or the show or whatever is not his childhood was garbage like his mom and dad had violent fights in front of him like with knives, like, I mean, he grew up through a lot of trauma, but even, like, he was evil before this. Like, he was born this way because Mm -hmm. it showed, like, even when he was young, like, from a very young age, he was obsessed with, like, roadkill, like, cutting up animals. And, like, in science class, he was obsessed with, like, the dissecting part. Like, he was obsessed with that kind of stuff. And, like, that's just weird. Like, I'm sorry, but that's really strange. Do you remember in science when we had to cut up that, what did we have to do in anatomy? It was a mouse or a rat or something. Yeah, it was like a rat. and It was like a real freaking rat. Yeah. And we had to freaking, and it smelled so freaking gross. Like, yes. I could not do it. I was about to throw up. Yeah. We had anatomy first period. Yeah. Like, we first got to school. That's a good way to start off the morning. Let's and cut up a dead we rat. had to cut up a dead rat. I did not eat at lunch that day. Like, I could not eat my lunch. Well, that that's the thing, disgusting. like. That just goes to show you, like, how screwed up he was in the head, like, and it was shown in the Netflix show that his mom took a lot of antidepressants, anxiety medicine, and, and, but, like, injectable medicines while she was pregnant with him, and, like, Mm -hmm. when you're pregnant, you can't take stuff like that, so... I'm thinking he had some brain damage going on, and he was just born I mean, not this was right. A while ago, so maybe like we right. don't have all the things that we have now in modern day. Right. Like maybe they didn't really know. Right. How bad he was, you know what I mean? You know how you get like obsessed with like a TV show and you like research into it. Yes. Okay. Well, I do that with serial killers, mm-hmm. and I have like researched into this case, Jeffrey Dahmer. I've watched courtroom videos like i know everything that happens i haven't watched the show yet because like brandy's scared (laughs) i'm not scared i watch scary movies but like like you have d here you know i'm by myself true (laughs) personally i don't think it's scary like i don't go to bed and be like i can't sleep Mm -hmm. because i mean it was a true story but like he's dead now and time has went on you know I just try to think about that. But it's not anything to the point to where, like, it's not jump scares or nothing like that. Um, It's just telling the story, basically, of what happened. And, again, I'm going to go back to shame on the cops because 
there was a situation where he had lured a 14-year-old boy to his apartment, and he got out. The neighbor saw, called the cops. Cops showed up. Jeffrey Dahmer literally told them, oh, like, he's my boyfriend. Like, you know, he, I told him to quit drinking. Like, he won't quit drinking. Like, he's just drunk. Like, I'm going to take care of him. I promise you. Promise you whatever. I'm, you know, they let that boy, drugged. He was drugged because, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer drugged all his victims. He was drugged. He went back up to that apartment and he killed him that night. That's a life that could have been saved. A 14-year-old boy, like, that. that's disgusting to me. And the fact that the neighbors, like, one of the neighbors even called back up to the police and was like, something is not right. Like, I'm telling you, I don't have a good feeling about this. And they were like, oh, it's been handled. It's been handled. There's nothing we can do. I feel like with cops, like, the stuff that they brush under the freaking rug. To this day, even. To this day. To this day, even, yes. And there were several instances like that. Like, one guy who got away went to the police, searched his apartment, couldn't find anything. Nothing they can do, you know. I mean, these are lives that could have been saved and families who could have avoided this trauma. I'm ready to finish it to see how they end it. And it's kind of backwards. Like, the first episode shows when he got caught and how he got caught. And then it kind of goes, the second episode goes to his childhood. And it, it kind of, like, backtracks, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of liked that about it. Um, But it's just crazy that he lived in a apartment complex that was full of minorities and knew that the police would not take it as seriously and his victims were mostly minorities, um, black men. And when, especially back in that time, when black men or black people in general went missing, like, the police don't act on it like they should, as if oh, it wow. were a white person. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just, that's just the truth. Like, that's just the way it is. And it, it's horrible. But, and, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer did say that he was mainly only attracted to black men or minority people. There was even one point where the police went into Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment after he had got the boy back up there. Mm -hmm. They searched his apartment. He had a dead body under the bed. A dead body under the bed, and the police left. You mean to tell me you searched the apartment you don't look under the bed? Come on. Real, like, there was literally, like, a dead body laying under the bed. It, shame on the police, really. And, I mean, it doesn't excuse his actions or anything like that, but I just feel like if the police would have listened. And the smell. Yeah. The smell. Come on now. you That's not rotting meat or rotting pork chops or whatever the heck he said it was. You know the difference between rotting meat and a freaking desiccating body. Come on, you know, even back in the day, like, it's just like it was all brushed under the rug and it was very, just looked over until they finally had the hard proof. They found pictures in his um, nightstand of decapitated bodies and they were like, bro, these are real. Like, Mm -hmm. he took these pictures and that's how we got caught. But I don't want to spoil the whole thing for you. I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched it all. But you guys, if this is your thing or you want to know more about the case, watch the Netflix series. So far, I think it's been pretty spot on. It's been really good. 
And Evan Peters is just a phenomenal actor. I think he's portraying the character very well. Yeah, I looked up a side-by-side earlier because I was looking at um, Jeffrey Dahmer and then Evan Peters. And then at Peak Show, they had a picture side-by-side. And, like, he really looked like it. Have you seen the side-by-side of him and Joseph Morgan? Mm Mm-mm. Brandy. No, no, don't show me. So, they were saying... Even though Evan Peters is great, they missed the opportunity to cast Joseph Morgan because they showed the last mugshot of Jeffrey Dahmer beside Joseph Morgan, and when I tell you, they almost are identical. It's scary. It's scary. Joseph Morgan can play yeah. those types of parts. I don't know okay. if he would have been switching, down for playing all the gay parts. Switching back to Joseph Morgan, I think he's a phenomenal actor yes. who does not get enough credit. He does Like, he is amazing at what he does. Like, yeah. he needs to be out here winning Oscars. Like, yes. where is this man's Oscar? Where yeah. is this man's... Like, I feel like he's so underrated. A lot of people are saying they missed the opportunity to cast him because mm-hmm. they he looked so much like I him. I feel like he could do it, honestly, yeah. There's actually still interviews of Jeffrey Dahmer's dad. And I honestly feel bad for the guy. I really do. I feel like, in this case, he was the most innocent one because he... Seems like the most normal. His mom, his real mom is, is dead now. Um, like I said, I've done a lot of research on this. I've watched a lot of court videos. And I watched this one in particular. Um, the victim's sister was testifying in court. And she, like, ran over him. She was like, I hate you. Like, I have been hate you. Like, the police were having to drag her out of the courtroom. She was like, you're disgusting. Like, you're a monster. But, I mean, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. If that was, like, my family member, probably would have done it, too. But it it was just, it gave me chills. I was like, this man had a real mental issue, and he was very good at hiding it. And that's scary. Like, even to this day, like, especially now, like, crime is so ridiculous. Violence nowadays, and you can't trust anyone. Like, it's hard to even go out in public and you have to watch every move you make you have to watch your drink if you're at a bar like you have to keep your hand over your cup like mm-hmm. if people will drug you like Honestly, it's insane like me like i do a lot of things by myself like i yeah. go out to eat by myself i go to movies by myself i go to the coffee shop by myself all the time yeah and like if you meet new people and like i'm kind of scared to meet new people like i yeah. want to make new friends yeah and, but i find it hard myself to trust anybody yeah because you have know. to watch yourself. Like, I really feel, like, in this day, like, I find it hard to let people into my life. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I want to make new friends and stuff, but I just have that in the back of my head. I'm like, what if this person's crazy? Yeah. Yeah. What if this person's crazy? It, like, it's I really, have that in the back of my head all the time. It's really sad that you can't trust people nowadays. Sex trafficking, especially, um, is at a all-time high. And they are using teenage girls, girls our age, old women to lure people. Me and my mom were actually talking about this last night. And it's just, it's insane. Like, when we go on our trip, like, we have to watch out for these things. Like, when we go out, when we go to bars, like, we have to be careful. Like, you never know who's going to be there and who has bad intentions. Like, but you have to think about stuff like that. I mean, but, ladies, there are strength in numbers for sure. And when you go out and you go out with a big group, I feel like it's it's a lot safer because they're more likely to target a girl who's there on her own or whatever, you know. But that when makes you me have, worried because I do a lot of crap by myself. 
But I do it to feel like that I spend my me time. Like I take myself on a date. Is well, I'm talking mainly more like if you go to a bar and yeah. it's late at night. You know, like. Oh, I would never do that by myself. No, 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 no. But I'm saying like Mm-mm. for the girls who go out to bars and stuff like that, like just know their strength in numbers and don't leave your friends like. Don't say, don't let your friend be like, hey, like, I'm leaving with so-and-so. Like, no, don't do that because you know, you never know. People drink and you never know if something's been slipped in their drink. Or, like, you, you don't know. So, there's strength in numbers. Get a big group and you can still go out and have a good time. Just be aware of your surroundings. And that's why I don't go nowhere and get absolutely plastered because I want to be aware of yeah. what's happening around me. I'd so, rather get drunk in my own home. Yeah, same. Honestly. <laughs> But, um, like going out that much. I could go into more about Jeffrey Dahmer if you want me to do that. Um, comment below. Um, I'm gonna finish the series, but just be safe out there, guys and girls, because obviously this case was only men, so it can happen to men too. So just, um, be safe out there and be smart. Our lighting, we're adjusting because it is getting darker a lot earlier here. I hate that for us. I hate that for us, but um, we might have to adjust. <laughs> I really poured a lot. <laughs> you poured like um, two shots. Anyway, double shot, ladies. Um, but it's getting darker here a lot earlier, and we're used to having more sunlight, so it is completely dark where we are right now, and it literally was... The sun was shining when we started, so. It's like 7 o'clock, and it's like dark. Forgive us for the lighting change. Um, yeah, so just wanted to make that aware. Uh-huh. Cheers. I just wanted to give a little mental health update and talk about it, because that's one of the things that our channel is really focused on, is our mental health. Yeah. And I've dealt with depression and anxiety um and been on medication for that for like six years so yeah um so I've been not really being the best lately honestly like I kind of feel like I'm not present like sometimes I just like go through my day and I just have days where I just feel numb like I don't feel happy I don't feel sad I just feel numb like I'm not there like I'm out of body experience and that's not okay. That's not fine. Yeah. And it's hard to really talk to people about it because, especially when you're talking about about it to people that don't really understand, they're like, well, okay, why don't you just feel better? Like, yeah. That's what people have literally told me. Well, it's okay. Just be fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, thank you for the advice. It's yeah. Not thank you. Um, it's just, especially, like, I've been having a lot of, like, I have not been sleeping at all. Yeah. It's because at night I wonder. Like, I'm by myself at night, and mm-hmm. that's when the thoughts hit me the most. Right. Yeah. And so I, I haven't been sleeping. Um, so that's been really bad with my anxiety lately, my mental health. Um, so I got to work off of like three hours of sleep and mm-hmm. try to function, and like, I don't know. I haven't Sometimes, been sleeping good lately either. I thought it was something in the stars, but. Um, mm-hmm. mer- Mercury is not in retrograde anymore as of today. Okay, well, maybe I'll sleep good tonight yeah. then. I don't know if you've heard, but it, Mercury is no longer in retrograde. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll sleep tonight. But I honestly just don't feel like I have anyone to really connect to. Like, I don't feel like anyone understands 
my way of thinking. Like, I go through days where I'm like, I just hate myself. Like, I'm so ugly. I hate myself. I'm not pretty. I hate my life. I hate what my life has become. And it's really awful. And I just am so exhausted, like, mentally and physically that I can't even make it through a day. Like, I just can't make it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, um, it's been bad. So, um... And, you know, sometimes, like, I just feel like no one cares. And it's kind of sad. Um, but I just feel like, like, I know people care, but it's just, like, I have that feeling that no one cares about me and no one cares about what I'm going through because they don't understand it. And they're, like, but it's a very hard thing to deal with. Anxiety mm-hmm. and depression is not, like, easy at all. Right. And I feel like if you haven't been through it, you don't understand it. Right. And, like, the way my brain works, I feel like no one can understand it. But, um, honestly, on TikTok, I've felt, I've seen people that have gone through the things that I have, and I'm like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Like, other people have dealt with this. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is really serious. No, subject, I'm just, this is a serious episode. I feel like when I go throughout my day, I feel like I'm just putting on a show. Honestly, that sounds kind of weird, but I feel like I'm putting on a show of a fake person, and that's not even how I how I am or how I'm feeling, and I feel like I'm just doing this to get through my day, and then I get on with my thoughts, and at night, I cry myself to sleep, so that's how this week has been, um, but I just try to go about my day, and I feel like I'm, like I'm faking it. I'm just faking it just to make it through my day, and I don't... I don't really know what else to do. <laughs> like, I feel like I really don't have a lot of people in my life really that truly, genuinely care. Um, but it's kind of hard. Um, She's not talking about me. Uh, yeah, um, Hannah <laughs> dealt with a lot from me this week, and I'm sorry, but you're, like, the only person <laughs> I feel like I can talk to that will understand me. I feel like I'm alone a lot, and it's hard to deal with it alone. And I feel like I have very few people in my life that I can talk to that actually will help me with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, this is a sad episode. I told Brandy, I was like, I mean, I've been where she's been, you know, I've I've been there. Like I'm at rock bottom. Like <laughs> I don't see the way up from here, you know. I've and, and believe it or not, you know, I've I've been there and I've been at rock bottom and felt like I didn't see a way up, you know. I've I've been there and. I told Brandy, I was like, literally any time, any day, like, you can call me or come over. And, you know, she says, well, you're with Dee, and, like, I don't want to bother y'all. I feel like they have other things on their mind that they need to deal with. I feel like no one else needs to deal with my stuff, so I try to deal with my things by myself. So, and it's really hard. But there's never anything wrong with, like, reaching out and asking for help or, like, just even talking to, like, someone and saying, like, Hey, like, I'm, I'm feeling down. Like, I'm not, you know, and, and Brandy does that. You know, she'll text me and be like, hey, you know, I got so-and-so-and-so, how I'm feeling. And I always tell her, like, never hesitate to call, text, come over, anything. Like, if you feel like you're alone, like, please come here. You know, like, I want to be there for her. And I have been where she's been. I've been at Rock Bottom. And, like, I know the feelings that she's having. And, like, yeah. I've experienced it. You know it. the thoughts that just come to your brain. I like, know. Though. I know. Trust <laughs> me. Know? Trust me. I've, I have been there. And I want to tell you and I want to tell everybody that is out there today, like, I conquered it. You know? And you, there is a point in your life where you feel like there's no way I can get over this. And there's no way that I can come out of this, but you can. Because I did. And, like, it's possible. 
I did. Show me the way. And honestly, it all just starts with realizing that like these little things that like give you anxiety. And I know it's easier said than done, but like I've been there and these little things that give you anxiety and these things that you struggle with, like I just started telling myself it's not always going to be this way. It, this isn't going to be my life. I'm going to, I'm going to do something to better myself. Mm -hmm. And you know, of course, like, D helped with that a lot. Like, I, I can't say that he didn't. Like, D really helped pull me out of that. And, but it wasn't all him. Like, I did have to resolve my own issues. And I used to hate myself. And I used to look in the mirror and say, I hate the way I look. I'm ugly. Like, I hate Same. myself. And, like, I, and, I, and I did. And it's even worse when you, you know, my ex, like, you had someone in, in your life that you loved and cared about saying what you thought about yourself like oh nobody's gonna love you nobody's gonna ever want to marry you like and th this is a true like I'm not making this up like no one's gonna love you no one's ever gonna want to marry you like you're not as pretty as you think you are like and, and this and that and I'm like you know what you were wrong because now I do have somebody that wants to marry me I do have someone who loves me and I can look in the mirror and say I'm happy with the way I look you know and I do love myself, and you do have to love yourself before you can expect someone else to fully love you. Yeah, I'm struggling with the loving myself part right now. Mm -hmm. I've actually seen, um, Meg, I follow Megan Trainer on TikTok, mm -hmm. and she's saying, like, her therapist told her, like, every day to, like, just set a timer and look at yourself in the mirror for three minutes, and that is hard to do. It is. And she said yeah. eventually she came around, like, she hated it. But eventually she came around to, oh, she's kind of cute. Like, yeah. Like, she would look at little parts Yeah, herself. I like that. Like, she did, like, every day for three minutes she would just look at herself in the mirror. And she said at first she would just criticize and criticize. Mm -hmm. But eventually, eventually she came around and was like, oh, well, that, she's kind of cute. Look at her hips. Like, look at her. I really <laughs> like that. Shirt. I really love that, I actually. That TikTok. <laughs> I love that. And, you know... I feel like I can sympathize with you because, like I said, I have been there, and I want to tell you that, like, it does get better, yeah. and you're not going to be at this place your whole entire life. Like, yeah. you, you feel like, you know, you say, this is rock bottom, and... I have hit rock bottom, like, but, I, and I feel like every week it gets worse and worse and worse, and the thing about me is, like, half the time when I'm feeling like this, I don't reach out to anybody, and I just... Take it in myself, which is hard to do. And I cry myself to sleep every night. But the thing that a lot of people we're through it. and I did this and I, I spoke about it, episode two. It's our very second episode. It's all about mental health. I spoke about this. It, it's a wonderful episode. You guys should go check it out. We were very new at this podcast, but it was still very good. I think it was, yeah. It was, was very one of good. Our best. And it's really it's like, very to the core, very like, to the core. <laughs> Go watch the second episode, our very first second episode. Very first. Our second episode. Our <laughs> very first of our second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. i am been drinking. When you hit rock bottom, there's only one way to go, and that's up. And it can start with little things, you know, but, like, I, I've been where you are, and, like, I know how you feel. But you think about where you are in your life and with someone telling you all the things that you already feel, like, you know, what I, what I just said, yeah. um, you know, it's hard. But 
Brandy, you have people who love you, and I probably love you more than anybody, me and your mom and your family. <laughs> um, and Brandy's literally my sister. I love her literally <laughs> more than anything in this world. Um, you, D, and Lola, and my mom are like my favorite people in the entire world. <laughs> and Lola. And Lola. Oh my God. I'm crying. Anybody out there who is struggling with anxiety and depression, just know that this is not your life. This is not the end of the world. When it's just, I can't see the way out right now. Yeah. So that's my... I'm like, I do not see a way out of this situation. I literally will say this. I said it in the second episode, but I'll say it again. When I was with my ex, I literally thought that without him, I would never be able to live. I really thought that. That was (laughs) funny. (laughs) Speaking about your ex, Uh, um, I saw right through this man. Yeah. I feel like I'm a person, like, I can see people's true colors very easily. Yeah. And I saw right through him, and he never liked me, and he never... But he knew. He knew that you saw right through him. He knew that I saw right through him. That's why he did not like me. And he was very manipulative. with me. Because he could tell that And I he saw didn't want me around you because he knew that you knew. <laughs> that he knew that I, I knew, knew that I saw And then right you might him. know that I would know. <laughs> he didn't want that. <laughs> oh my God. Literally, there was a time in my life where I was like, without this man, I don't want to live. Like, without him, I will, I don't want to live. Period. Like, and that's so comical now because <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> But yeah. I I never could picture. See, you you were saying that you you can't think of a way up. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt. I thought without him, I could never think of a way up. But look at me now. Yeah. I'm getting married. Well, can you speak to the spirits and the gods? I will. Story? I will manifest it. Please manifest. I'll manifest it. Um, like I feel like I know what I want in life, and I just don't know how to get there, and I just don't see a way to get there, and. We talk about this all the time, but we live in the freaking middle of nowhere, Hick City. <laughs> Hick City. <laughs> we live in Hick City. And it's hard to see a way out of this place. Because mm. I know, I feel like I'm not meant to be here. Yeah. Like, I'll come visit, but I just don't feel, like, yeah. this environment is not doing it's not well you. with me. Yeah. You know? And I don't see a way out of it. Because, especially with depression, anxiety... Like, I feel like I used to work so much more than I did, but it's hard for me to even go to work and get through a work day. Yeah. And, like, I know I need to work more hours and make more money, but it's hard for me to do that because I can barely do what I'm doing now. Yeah. Like, it takes so much of my energy to do what I want to do, much less what I don't want to do and going to work. That's what I don't want to do. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just... I mean, you got to do it. You know that you have to do it. You have to make money. You have to live. Like, yeah. Especially we're in a recession right now. I'm trying to find a place to live right now. And the market's going to crash. I'm waiting for it because I've been looking for places to live forever. And the so. market's going to crash. Just wait on it. See, you know, things aren't always going to be like this. Like, the stock market's going to crash. And you might find a place to live. And that might be the first step of you getting to where you need to be you know like you just have to think about the future like you may not see a way out but 
I mean, you're 25. You're young. You know, I don't there's feel like I'm young. You are, honestly. but we are, and I we have so, so much. Old. We have so much life to live, God willing, and there's so much more that you have to offer to the world. Anyone still listening? Anybody out there that's struggling with this? You are not alone. Um, there's so many people that feel like this in this world. It's yeah, crazy. We need and, to bring awareness to this, and that's kind of what our channel's about. You know, everything's not always sunshine and rainbows and butterflies like we're not yeah. famous like we're not big on youtube but like we continue to do this because we want to you know of course have fun but like get the message out there that mm -hmm. like we're just normal people like living in a small town and maybe a year from now things will be different and we can be like we literally started from the bottom and now we're here started from the bottom now we're here yeah zero to from the bottom now we're here yeah <laughs> one more thing that i wanted to bring up is i found this term on tiktok and it is called maladaptive daydreaming and i feel like i do this a lot and it's where basically it's a lot of people that have depression and anxiety and like adhd do this all the time and i get into my own head so much like okay i've said this to you before I'm like, I have to fall asleep imagining a fictional scenario, and that's the only way I can fall asleep. I'll be doing that, too. And like, I'll be doing that, too. This on TikTok, like, I've researched into this. <laughs> I found out about the term for it through TikTok. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'll be sitting there, and I'll just, like, daydream about my fictional life, and that is my escape from reality. Yeah. Like. I've done that before. I've been there. I've done it. Like, I, I still do it sometimes. I'm in a different place. Yeah. Like, I'm in this fantasy world, and I'm on the run. It'd be helping me fall asleep. <laughs> it do. Like, I've been <laughs> thinking about these fictional scenarios in my head all the time, and I feel like I go to that place because that is my escape, and yeah. fiction is my escape, and I hate this world, so I live in the fantasy world all the time. Yeah. If you're out there, I guess don't be afraid to reach out to people, which is what I do, but I'm trying to get better at it, Okay. I'm trying to talk to people. I'm trying to reach out to people and explain what I'm going through. But it is honestly hard when some people can't grasp your situation and don't understand how real it is to you. Like, they're like, why can't you just get over it? Just, it's fine. Like, you're fine. Like, be fine. Like, you can't be fine. Yeah. I think it's good that you use this platform to speak about this. I think it's incredibly brave, to be honest. Because it is very sad <laughs> oh no but it's brave because a lot of people like feel this way and you may reach out to someone who's feeling the exact same way you feel yeah. and they may say you know i can come out of this and i think that's great of you to be able to talk about this yeah. i've said the like the fact that i get up every day and i go to work and i do my job that is strength yeah. Um, from what I'm dealing with, with your my room. brain chemistry, yeah. that is strength for me to be able to get up and go to work. Find and, your little milestones in yeah. life. Find your little strengths in life. And Brandy especially is a lot stronger than she gives herself credit for. I'm really for. not. I'm really not. She is. I'm I cry on the every out. night. Yeah, I'm I don't know about I'm this. on the outside looking in. I'm telling you. On the outside looking in. I hope that that touched some people out there, and we will go more into mental health if you guys want us to, but that's basically, like, we're a big mental health advocate on this channel, mm -hmm. so, um... I mean, I've been there when Hannah was at her lowest. Yeah. And now she's with me at my lowest, so... Yep. <laughs> um, I feel like college you, like, second semester you mm -hmm. was... Dropping yep. into the lowest yep. right there. You're ex absolutely right. 
You are absolutely right. And what did we do to fix that? We watched Glee and One Tree Hill every night yeah. and escaped into that. I didn't really reconnect with Dee until like a year after that. Mm-hmm. So I went through this for a long time. And, you know, like I said before, me and Dee hadn't always been rainbows and butterflies either. So, I mean, you know, I went through a lot to be who I am today. And I try to tell myself that, like, You've been through so much, girl. Like, you are a warrior. You're strong. That's what I try to tell myself. I'm, like, looking at my life, and I'm, like, I've been through a lot. Yeah. And, like, you may look at other people who are more successful than you, and you're, like, maybe they haven't been through what you've been through. Mm -hmm. And to go through what you've been through, to just still be here and alive and trying to make it through you are strong you are a survivor and yeah i'm sorry we're getting really deep on this episode but i mean it is what it is this is what this is this for. is life like yeah. this is it closing out um we're gonna have a much happier episode next week yes so please stay tuned for that we're going on vacation yes again <laughs> It's going to be my bachelorette trip, and if you guys haven't seen or I've already announced, next week's episode will be live from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. We will be on my bachelorette party I'm trip. So excited. We will be doing an episode with my entire bridal party. <laughs> it's going to be chaotic and fun, so you guys, please tune in next Wednesday to see that. And I'm also coming out with a new vlog of the bachelorette trip on my personal channel i will link it below go subscribe to me go subscribe to brandy yes we will um, be coming are, out with a lot we are excited for that and also i'm just going to talk about my manifestations for next year is we are going to mystic calls again yes that we are doing that we're going to concerts we are i want to go to a five seconds of summer concert i want to go to a bunch of concerts next <laughs> year um i'm gonna have to work my butt off to be able to afford this but we are definitely going to mystic next year yeah i want to go again so bad we are taking d to mystic falls we are taking d to mystic falls and we are doing it yes he wants to go he's excited is he really yes oh my god he is my favorite thing in the world is watching other people enjoy things that i love me too like i love to watch other people get excited about things that i love like that makes me happy i love that so i want to take more people to mystic falls kate said she wants to go to mystic falls yes I'm excited to take her to Mystic Falls. Mm-hmm. Ah, there's going to be so much content if we go back to Mystic Falls. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. Our generation is growing up with social media, and we see all these things that we want to do on social media. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, we see yes. people that who have more than us. They right. They do more than us. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes us feel sad. Like, why can't I do that? Right. Like, I feel like, like our parents, like, didn't grow up with yeah. social media, so they don't really understand how right. we feel like you know you know what I mean like you see these girls yeah. on TikTok going to all these mm-hmm. destinations like traveling abroad and stuff like that yeah and, and you're like well why can't I do that yeah like I feel like our parents like our parents grew up when they were still black and white TVs right like, they don't understand how we feel seeing right and social media can social be media, so toxic it is I feel like there are good things about social media and there are bad things about social media. Yeah. But especially having anxiety and depression, um, it's kind of hard to go on social media and be like, well, dang, why can't I do that? Right. Why did, why did life hand me this deck of cards? And, right. And I, 
saw someone, it was like, the only way you're going to ever truly be okay is if you just accept what you have and be yeah. happy with what you have and be grateful for what you have. Yeah. So that's the thing that I'm trying to do. Well, and that's another yeah. reason why I have hope in this podcast. You know, I just feel like I want the real people out there to know who we are mm-hmm. and the people who relate to us to boost us up and mm-hmm. for us to use this platform as a positive thing and to bring awareness to these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm very grateful that we are able to do this at mm-hmm. all. Um, so I can subscribe. <laughs> I'm glad that we get to do this every week. And mm-hmm. I look forward to this. And it is kind of like my therapy. Get speaking to y'all. Yeah. Um, but if you're watching on YouTube, please like, like, comment, subscribe. Um, thank you so much. Follow for our everything. socials. Follow our socials. If you're listening on Spotify, um, rate us. If you're listening on Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, um, check us out on YouTube. Yeah. As well. Um, thank you for making it this far. If you have made it this far, and I hope you have a great day or a great night, whatever time you're listening. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Um, next week episode. Next week's episode is definitely going to be a lot lighter than this. It's going to be a lot more chaotic and a lot more fun. We're going to be on vacation, and I'm going to be with. You're going to get to make my whole bridal party. I'm so excited. We're going to be doing a very fun bachelorette episode for you guys. Yeah. And I'm so excited. So, we're going to have Caitlin back. Caitlin is fan favorite. Yeah. Sarah's coming back. Sarah's um, back. My sister Caden is coming back. Yes. And Day sister, sister Maya, who you haven't met, will be on. And I'm excited for that. Maya's going to have a time. Maya's going to be like, how do <laughs> I do this? Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> what is this? Y'all have met Dee. Uh, just want to say for the future, we do plan to bring Dee back closer to the wedding. Yes. To talk about that but y'all have to stay tuned for that y'all have to subscribe and subscribe um i'm excited um for everything to happen i'm excited for this wedding um and i'm excited okay listen i'm so excited to go back to this falls and i'm excited (laughs) to take me Me too me too this y'all are not ready for this y'all are not ready for this so i told y'all we're gonna do a cosplay day yeah. And we're going to make Dee dress up as Vincent and walk around Mystic. And I'm going to be Rebecca and you're going to be Caroline. I'm going to be Yeah. Stay tuned for that next year. <laughs> Stay tuned for that next year. <laughs> Try to focus on the positive things that you have in life. The positive thing that I'm looking forward to today is going home and watching House of the Dragon. And that is my thing keeping me going, but it's okay because I have something. Yes. All right. Love yourself. Be yourself. Be confident. What does Turner say on Big Brother? What did he say? Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> Shout out to Turner, by the way. I literally love Turner. I, he was on um, Derek and Cody's podcast, and I listened to it. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about Big Brother. I literally love him so much. <laughs> okay, we're running out of time. So, guys, um, stay tuned for next week's special Bachelorette episode, live from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And that will be up next Wednesday. But tune in yes. for that. And we will see you guys then. Thank you. Bye. Bye.